Uh, welcome to another episode of the New York Giant cast, Jamie. After recent, as the Americans call it, soccer experiences, I'm sure you're looking forward now coming back to the football season. Oh, massively, mate. I've, I've like just recovered from that terrible season. Um, so now I can concentrate on the um the proper football and gear up. And especially after seeing the fixture that on Christmas Day we play Philly and my birthday's on Boxing Day. So yeah, it'll either be a good sleep before my birthday or not. So yeah, absolutely uh, buzzing for it. What about you? You're buzzing already for the games coming yeah, out? Yeah, no. You know what it is? It's 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 going to be this period now where it's just going to be a drag waiting for the first game of the season. Yeah, mate. So it's going to be like, it's not going to feel exciting until like you get close to the games. But obviously with like, we'll, we'll get onto it, but like the schedule release day mm-hmm. and like obviously the London games for us and the Germany games being announced. It is starting to get exciting now, but I'm still like, it doesn't start till September. We're only in the middle of May. Like we've got so oh, long. Man. I know there's pre-season, but to be honest, like I don't care if we get pummeled forty nil in pre-season or win. <laughs> like, it's pre-season. I'd rather just see like good minutes for players that like the rookies and stuff. Like I generally don't ever care about pre-season results, but that's just no. Nah, I'm the same, mate. I never. I know. I don't really watch that of it pre-season. To be honest, I check up on it and watch the highlights, but I'm not gonna like stay up and like watch the games and stuff pre-season. Um, as long as we don't get too many injuries. And if things go our way, then yeah. But like you said, it's been really good these last few days, seeing the schedules, seeing the London games come out. And um, yeah, hopefully that September can come around quickly because I'm buzzing for the season to start now. Yeah, no, exactly. And as we as we continue to grow, um, obviously we're going to be able to get more podcasts out and stuff like that, more game yeah, reaction, mate. which is going to be... Uh, <clears throat> ho- hopefully we can get one once a week, just reviewing each game, obviously by the bye week because there's not much to review by them. But I guess we could do like a... <laughs> a season recap at that point. But um, let's get started um, talking about, obviously, the draft, which happened, I think it's two... Was it not? It wasn't... Yeah, was two that? weeks ago, mate, wasn't it? Two weeks ago, weren't it? Like uh, That weekend, when it was over that sort of Thursday, Saturday for us. Um, yeah. So, when we done our drafts, I don't think any of us actually matched up because, I, in my opinion, the Giants went completely rogue with some of these picks. I've Looking back on them, smart picks, but they just went like... I think a lot of people were expecting more than one wide receiver. I think more people were expecting more offensive linemen. And I don't think anyone had, or not many people, had a cornerback uh, um, in round one. No, I was the same. I was looking through it and um, earlier, actually, just recording this. And, yeah, I looked through it and I was like, we didn't have anything the same. Um, I, had, I even went for a safety, I think, first pick. So I was that concerned. But, no, cornerbacks we went for. Um, I think I had like two or three wide receivers. I am surprised we've only gone one. Um, I think it shows a lot of faith in the guys we have already, um, which is good for them. And it's confidence for, like I said, the likes of Slate and the rest of them all there buzzing for the new season. Hopefully they can properly train now and get really ready to go. Um, but no, I think, I think the draft was a bit surprising with some of them, but I'm guessing we're going to go through each pick and talk about them. But there was a few that I must admit was a little bit surprised at. Yeah, we'll in go. A good way, though. Should we start from round seven to round one, or round one to round seven? How do you want to do this? I think we'll start round one, mate. Work our way down. Round one, to yeah. To worst. Okay, mm. well, let's start with the round one pick. Pick number twenty-four was uh, cornerback Deontay Banks. So we actually traded up for him like two spaces. Yeah. Because I can't remember who was in the one, like so obviously the one in the middle. I can't remember who it was, but the Giants obviously had a feeling that Deontay Banks was going to go to them, and after losing out. We lost out on like three wide receivers, didn't we? In the end, like Jay Flowers, was it Jay Flowers or something like that? That's we lost it, like yeah. three wide receivers, so we obviously had to then go cornerback. Um, and I, f- the Giants felt that the person, the team before them, were going to get them, so that's why they <clears> traded <throat> up in the end. 
Um, one thing I obviously I put down on my notes is I've, looking back on it, a cornerback's a good cornerback at that because it, I remember so many games last year. Like we we were very good with the short game, stopping and make short gains. But teams used to be able to just throw like 20, 30 yard throws to their tight ends, and it would literally just open us up. We'd always have them to go back to the, to the first downs because we just kept getting opened up in the backfield. Yeah. So a, a, another good cornerback is is massively going to help. Oh, 100%, mate. Literally, I'd, I'd like similar to you like, in the notes. I've literally said that. <coughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, we needed a new one. I didn't expect us to get one. Um, I didn't even look at it and probably think, oh, yeah, we we do need one, but we're not going to draft one. But definitely the right pick. Um, trading up was something that, looking back at it, I, when I was watching it, because I watched some of it, I didn't actually watch it live, but um, I watched the next day. And when I was watching it, I was thinking, yeah, this guy is still available. He was on my list to be top 20 and to pick him up where we did. Um yeah, a very good pick. I think he looks special. I think some of the videos we've seen, um, if yeah, if we have struggled against the deep down throws, um, but that if he can get in there, can train up, can get with the learn from even the better players we've got in the squad, mate, it's a special pick. I really, really do think. I know there's a few players, people that said um, uh, uh, there were a couple of picks later on in the draft were quite good. I think this was our best pick still. I've learned through the picks. I've looked through them. I still think, yes, he's number one pick and he's probably got a reputation to look after. But for me, the best pick we could have got out of the draft. Um, really, really happy with him. Yeah, and I think also with with uh, Wink Martindale as your defensive coach, I think he's going to learn a lot under him as well. Oh, I think he's, mate, got, he's got yeah. very good guidance with him now and we have some good, very good leaders in our team. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing seeing him. Hopefully, he's not on the field too much because otherwise that means we're doing a lot defending. But when he's out there, um, got full confidence that he's going to help us massively. I think you're right as well there with the leaders. We 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 have got a lot of leaders now, and I think we've lacked that recently. When we've won Super Bowls in the past, we've had them leaders on defense. We've had the people there that are doing the talking. Last few years, we haven't really had anybody you can say, "Oh, he's the leader of the team. He's that." Um, and we've always got like I don't know, say Shepherd on the sidelines amping the team up. Nowadays, we've got proper people in there defending, saying what before the game starts, really getting in the huddle, and yeah, proper leaders are what we've needed. And yeah, it's looking like a really, really good team. And with these draft picks, I think we really are building something special. Yeah, we'll go on to round two now. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, went for, we went for an offensive lineman, which I was surprised because I thought we'd go a bit late on this. But I've had a look at this John Michael Schmitz fellow. I could see why they went for him round two. Um, obviously, we all know, I think we've been saying this for the last three years, the O-line, it was at one point fully broken. It's it's, it's now in repair. It's it's not it's not repaired yet. We've still a few more parts to go, but we're slowly building a better offensive line because well, I think when I first started this, this podcast and this channel like two seasons ago, was it three seasons ago now? I remember the offensive line was an absolute joke. Like I could have played, in it and I'm I could have played it, and I'm now eleven stone. Like it was that bad in the offensive line. Like they could have just chucked anyone in there. It wouldn't yeah, matter because like there was absolutely no protection for Daniel Jones. So this is going to be another guy that comes in a bit similar to Evan Neal, obviously in the in the same position. So another rookie. You, it's a hard one because you don't want too many rookies in your offensive line because you do need that bit of experience. You do. But I think having two rookies, Evan Neal, I think is going to have a big year this year. And he's going to be able to help John Michael Smith in the sense that, you know, what he went through last year and, you know, sort of having to bounce back from bad games and bad performances and bad moments. So I think that's, it's a good, it, it makes sense. We obviously lost a couple of offensive linemen in free agency. Not that I'm bothered about, like John Feliciano, who I don't know if you've seen, 
was hoping for the Giants in week one. I um, did see that, yeah. Dexter Lawrence would absolutely eat him alive, so I don't know why he's wishing for that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like that's another point I added, like just developing alongside Evan Neal. If you know, if you've got, if you end up with two very good defensive linemen in in your, in your team on rookie contracts, that gives you a massive, massive help, especially with the, the cap savings. It means you can go and uh, spend money elsewhere. Oh mate, yeah, literally, you've literally put said pretty much everything I was going to say. Um, I think we needed to strengthen in the O line. Um, I think we always do, and pretty much like what you said, like it's been pretty bad and bunged up for a while now, but it's starting to improve, and this guy can only improve us. Um, similar to Evan Neal, like he needs a big season. You said he's going to have one; he needs to because I was I was very disappointed in him last year. He had the odd good game, but he did disappoint me a lot. Um, I expected a lot more, so I know he's probably been doing a lot, of, like I mentioned earlier, with a bit of training in the off season. Hopefully, he has, and hopefully, he's learnt from last season and because yeah your failure as a one season I suppose not really failure but you're going to learn a lot from a bad first season in the game but you can only improve now you can't get much worse any good games you have will only be confidence and having another rookie on your next you who you can teach and be like, like okay this might happen to myself you know let's try and make sure this doesn't happen to you teach him things that have gone wrong but could help um, I think yeah he's really going to help Evan Neal and Evan Neal's going to help him so there's yeah, it's going to hopefully they'll learn together and we can only help us long term. Um, I just think, yeah, the O-line wasn't somebody that I had early on. But like you said, I think I can see why they've done it. Um, but yeah, I think, like I said, going on to round three, I think we've got a wide receiver, didn't we? Did we get wide receiver round three? Or yeah, wide receiver. Yeah. yeah, so I think I would have gone round, I would have gone um, wide receiver in that in that pick. But um, I suppose, you know, you've got to trust what they pick, haven't you? And trust their knowledge. So yeah, we've got to, happy with the pick I, like I said he's not one of my best picks I don't think in the draft personally what I've seen I'm not that impressed with him but I'm hoping to prove wrong hopefully he works out no exactly so yeah like you said round three wide receiver <clears throat> we only took one wide receiver in the draft which like I said surprised a lot of people because I think wide receiver was one of the positions that we felt like we did need to strengthen yeah clearly obviously we're, we're trusting the guys we've got um, and the other thing for Jalen Hyatt, who is the guy that I don't know if I mentioned his name already, but yeah, he's been drafted. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, he's going to be a good rotation player. When you've got, I always think that when you've got wide receivers that are like quite clearly elite wide receivers, then a draft wide receiver, a rookie wide receiver is going to get barely any snaps. Of course. What, with, with where we were in a situation where we've not got really anyone that's like, that can guarantee you wide receiver one status he's going to get the option to go in there and just blow everyone away. And 100%. He, he potentially could be a wide receiver one. Like if he, It's not like, and this is no disrespect to the wide receivers we've got at the moment, but they're not amazing. They're good players, but they're not amazing. So it's sort of up to him how he wants to go. Does he want to be a player or does he want to be better than these players? And I'm, I'm sure he's going to be keen to, to obviously get his head down. And, and obviously it only benefits us if by adding another wide receiver. Mate, again, 100%. I couldn't agree with you anymore. Uh, like you mentioned earlier, with only taking one, and I've said it as well, I really am still still very surprised um, that we only took one. Um, but look, this guy, he's got so much ability. I've watched a few videos of him and seen a few like uh, reviews and read a bit about him. He looks special to me. Um, I think he's got no pressure. He's going to come in, um, get the rotation, come in on maybe first downs, you know, even third downs. He looks like he's got a lot of speed. He looks just looks like he's got a lot for us to shine. Um, I I don't see how this pick 
can go wrong. I don't see any way that we're going to be disappointed talking about this guy in two, three years' time and be like, yeah, I think there's anything we can say is we've got a snip, absolute snip at pick three. Um, for me, he's easily a second-round pick, easily, this guy. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully, I'll, like you've mentioned and I've mentioned before, our wide receivers, don't we haven't got a star. Um, I really hope he can turn into one because there's not, he doesn't have to be that good to be our wide receiver one. Um, and with Daniel Jones playing the way he does now, with the cover he's going to get, um, he should get some freedom if he's good enough. And so, yeah, let's pray that he's as good as he looks in the videos, as good he looks in the camps. And yeah, hopefully we can have a really good season with him and he can shine against Philly. Because that's all I care about, really. I don't care about the season. As long as we beat Philly this year is all I want. That's all I want. Yeah, what, I, I put a tweet out earlier. <laughs> I put a tweet out earlier. I, I don't think we'll be. I, I said we're going to go three and three. I think we're going to split it with Dallas, lose both to Philly, and beat the Commanders twice. Did you? Yeah, and just I, I, I still don't think we're going to be at that level this year. But you know, I never know. Christmas Day throws up surprises, so Christmas Day know. does. And Christmas week, yeah, we can't lose them on Christmas Day. Man. I'm no, it's just not. Well, at least you know, if if we do lose to Philly, I know we're getting a bit distracted, but if we do lose to Philly. Then at least we can just keep drinking. And just yeah, mate, I will be drinking. I'll you know, you just wake up Boxing Day, and it just, the game just never happened. <laughs> yeah, these I might be even like tweet that game. Day. Start well, you know, we can be in contention, be winning at half time or something, just be happy. <laughs> yeah, turn it off at half time. If we're like 14 7 up at half time, turn it off then. That's what it counts as a win. Don't care yeah. about the scoring. Yeah, if I'm playing any board games with a family or saying that Monopoly board is getting smashed up if it's uh, <laughs> for losing half time. <laughs> it'll get smashed up anyway. That's what Monopoly <laughs> does anyway. You won't need to worry about the Giants game for that. No, you won't. <laughs> Okay, oh, so yeah. we um we didn't have a round four pick in the end due to trading up and, and trading picks away. Yeah, you know, to get a higher picks. So we went round to down to round five, and I saw the Giants wire were the ones that tweeted it, but it, it was from an expert that put it out there that running back Eric Gray is one of the picks of the draft based on where we got him and the value he's going to add to us. No, hundred percent, mate. Yeah, definitely. But I mean, you got to look at it like this: Barkley's on uh, future is uncertain. I'm still confident that Barkley will sign. He's going to sign. He'll, he will sign. But to have uh, this guy as... And I, I watched some takes from him earlier, actually, while I was doing some research. Okay. This guy is explosive. I mean, this guy will be very good competition. He's not going to be Saquon Barkley, but he's going to be... And not in a horrible way, but he's going to be better than Matt Brader. <laughs> it can't be so, any worse. Um, <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, you think now you've got Daniel Jones, you've got Barkley and Gray yeah. as your running backs. You've now got Hodgins and higher as your wide receivers. You've got a new offensive lineman in John Michael Smith. You're already building a very nice, a very good core around him. Yeah, we're building a, we're building a team of weapons, no matter whether you've got one um, backup playing, two backup, next man up, as they say. We've got good backups now, which we've never had before. We've never, well, not for a long time, we had good backups, in my opinion. Um, we've got people that we could say can start, but also, yeah, it's really good. And like, I do agree. Um, I've read a bit about him. I haven't watched too many clips about him, I'm going to be honest, but I saw a little bit when we drafted him and they showed a couple of videos. Um, and he does look explosive. He looks like somebody that um, I'm surprised we got him so low. I read a bit similar to what you said. I didn't. I, didn't, I don't think I read it with the Giants. Why I saw some page on uh, Twitter that talked about him after the draft. And um, yeah, I think most people expect him to go in like round three or four. So to get, pick him up in round five was a nice little surprise for the Hulk Giants fan base and obviously for all of us as well. Um, I think Saquon signs. I know I mentioned him a minute ago. I think Saquon will sign. I'll be very surprised. But yeah, hopefully if he can catch the ball and he can do good running like he's looked in videos, 
mate, absolute absolute snippet round for five, isn't he? Really? No, exactly. And and you touched on it quite nicely just a minute ago about the the depth of the squad. And last year we relied so heavily on Saquon Barkley to he basically dragged us through so many games last year. Yeah, mate. So yeah. By having the depth this year is going to help massively because what it does mean is at times we can take Barkley out of the game, and and that then means that when he does come on and comes back into the game. He's fresh and he can like run faster. Like it's little, little things like that that you don't think about when you're watching the game. You just want Barkley and your star players always out there. But yeah, if you've they'll... got good enough depth to be able to rest him for a few snaps, so then he can come back out there and be even better. Like you see it with like the Chiefs and stuff. Like sometimes they'll go out there. Like Mahomes will always be out there, but like his wide receivers and like his tight ends will always be changing up because. It just means that when Mahomes gets different wide receivers each, each time that have got loads of energy, yeah. obviously you can just hit them. And, and the same, obviously, with um, the scum over at the Eagles. It, it works for them as well. Yeah, it does. And like you get annoyed when you watch it and you see that, um, say, for example, Barkley's going off. But the players have to go off. They can't play every single snap or every single game. But when we have played, we haven't had anybody that, you know, oh, come on and change the game. Oh, God, look, no disrespect to Matt Brady, but it's like, oh, Brady's in now. Uh, but now, hopefully, like I said, um, he can turn into a special running back too, and um, we can really, really challenge these big guys. You know, and he challenged the scum and Dallas, and you know, I was going to say Redskins then, but I can't say that. But yeah, um, Jeff Brush challenged Washington. So yeah, it's um, it's exciting, exciting draft pick, very exciting. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and I, I was, I didn't initially ever look at going to running back because we signed Brader again. No, but I think it's actually a very good idea because I, I think, well, number one, have they done it because they're worried about Barkley going? In which mm-hmm. case, this guy comes in and beats number one uh, running back. Or have they done it for the sense that it means that they can play Barkley for a few less snaps a game, which means you get a more effective Barkley-wise out there. We'll never. I guess we won't know until he signs for us or another team. Um, it could either be a bit of bad business or a bit of good business. But... Um, I think Listen, it's a win-win for us, to be honest. I don't think this can go as bad, but it's just like picking him up in round five for us. Yeah. A rookie that looks potentially like a potential star, even if he doesn't turn into a running back one. For some teams, he will. I know we've got Barkley, so he might not be that good, but you've seen players like, I don't know, you've seen, I can't exactly, like say, for example, Pacheco at the Chiefs. There's people there that come in that they're not going to play every single snap, but when they do get a chance to, they're going to get you the odd five yards for Anson, you know. Um, hopefully he could turn into what's his name that Houston running back oh, I completely forgot his name but he had a really really good first season so yeah we've um, I think it's a win-win pick for us I, I, yeah can't see yeah, it no, I, I agree um, we then went round six we went for another uh, cornerback so clearly we are <clears throat> the, the way I see if you're picking two cornerbacks I think we're mixing it up this year I think we've got a different plan in terms of defensive setup definitely yeah Wink's trying going to be trying something different I think he must have saw a lot. I think a lot of last year was try and error. Find out what works, find what don't. Yeah. Um, and I think now he obviously, like, it was it was glaring to the eye. Like, it was glaringly obvious that we struggled with teams that were able to go long on a lot of throws. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I can think of, like, Minnesota game, both games, playoffs and the um, league game. Like, we struggled with them. Get, they were always gaining, like, 15, 20 yards a throw. Um and when they went short, that's when they were messing them up. Yeah, we were able to deal with a short game, and I, I, and there's other games I can think of that we we struggle when when they go long. We tend to be able to deal against running backs, and 
well, maybe not uh, like the elite ones, but like the majority of running backs we can deal with and any like five, seven yard plays we can deal with. Anything over that, we do really struggle. So I can get why they've drafted Trey Hawkins through. Um, obviously a later pick, so I'm, I'm guessing he's going to be more of like a rotation player. I can't see him being like in the in the in the main majority of snaps, but obviously a good piece to just sort of pick up. Um, and you know, like I said, it might be a matter of they're changing the the, the scheme up this year and the plays they're going to try on defensive setups. So maybe it makes sense to bring in two. Yeah, it does make sense. I think looking at it at the time, I thought I was a bit surprised why we did it. Now you've got time to reflect. I can see why. Um, I think we're definitely going to change things up. Um, I always, when we're watching us, always panic when we watch when they throw the ball. I'm like, oh my god! I don't watch us and ever think, oh, we're going to intercept that. But if we throw it deep, I'm thinking, oh, they're going to intercept it. But with us, never ever do I get excited. And think, oh, here we go, let's intercept. And when we do, absolutely buzzing. But teams against us, if teams throw the ball, they're quite comfortable knowing they'll get 15, 20 yards if there's that player open. Um, so I think, like you said, drafting him is a good a good setup. I think we're going to push a lot more. I, I know we did blitz a lot, but I do think part of the team maybe won't be as bad as that this year. I think we might back off a little bit and let teams throw because I think then that I think we're going to back our cornerbacks and back um, our safeties to really, you know, put on a bit of a show this year against these kind of teams. Um, so yeah, nice pick. I don't know an awful lot about the guy to be honest. Um, I've seen a little bit of the videos because I, I reviewed all of our draft picks, um, and yeah, I think he looks like he's got a lot of talent. Um, so yeah, you just you just learn, don't you? You don't know what that's going to come out of these players. Some of these players might not do anything, but this guy, yeah, he's there, and let's hope he can do something for us. You know? Yeah, no, exactly. And, and with any, with all of these rookies, we just hope that they they, they do as well as they can, and that's sort of what you can ask for them. Um, yeah, they're rookies at the end of the day, and like yeah. you know, they're gonna they're, they can only they're young. We don't know how good they get. They might not like the league. Sorry, might not even settle in the league. You might not be good enough when you pick someone that low, but. I think this generation, a lot of these round sixes, round five guys, they they can turn into special players. You just don't know. At the end of the day, you got to look at it that they're probably round what round six is what you know. There's 180 players, 190 players better that the people have picked ahead of you. That don't mean you ain't going to turn out to be special. We've seen it over the years with quarterbacks. We've seen it over the years with wide receivers. So we can hope that we found a little gem there and go for it. Hopefully, find another little find a few few more in the future. No, exactly, and and I and I do believe that that Jerry Shane and, and Brian Dable and and etc. They're they're clearly a smart bunch. Obviously, they done well at Buffalo. They done well last year with the picks that we got. Um, so you know they're, they're not they're not no Mickey Mouse. Um, you know, owners and managers they they sort of know what to do and and who to go for. And yeah, we're not going to go seven for seven on all the picks. Like, there's going to be one or two players that ain't going to make yeah. the cut. Um, they ain't going to live up to it, but. You know, if you if you're hitting more, I'd say if you hit more than fifty percent of your picks, and they're effective for you, I th- I always say that's a good draft. You know, if you get four of these players are basically playing the majority of snaps because they're good, then you sort of won yourself a, a you know a good player there. Um, yeah, well, I I don't think at the end of the draft, I know you've got one more you're going to talk about, but I think um before um at the end of the draft after I reviewed it I think I went through everyone's picks I think I had us about second or third in the draft I think I had us like an A minus I think all around in my opinion our draft picks were really really good um I just let's just hope they turn out to be really really good right <laughs> no exactly well we actually got an A plus from um PFF like the I don't know if you know who they are but they are like yeah I know PFF yeah, I don't yeah. even know what P- I don't know what our oh, pro fantasy football maybe it stands for that's it, yeah, quite yeah. a big thing on Twitter they do like the made like in-depth stats 
<laughs> we, among with two other teams, got eight plus based yeah. on their draft. So it shows you how good we like they picked. And like I said, Joey Shane all that ain't messing around. No, no, we've um we definitely won the draft this year on paper. Obviously, things aren't always done on paper, but we've definitely done absolutely right on every pick. Um, the players wise, looking at them, so. Yeah, I think I don't know who the team was I had against over us. I think hate to say it, Scum. I think they do. I think they drafted quite well. Um, but yeah, there's a few teams that I was very surprised with some of their picks. Um, I think Chicago didn't do very well, and I think I know it was the other team. I wasn't liking Arizona's picks, but I did like Baltimore's picks. I thought Baltimore are going to be really strong this year. Um, I think well, we're going to probably touch that in a minute, but with them playing at Wembley or Tottenham, sorry. Um, they could be an exciting team this year. Lamar, Odell, some of the picks they've picked. Yeah. Um, they, for me, are going to be a team to watch out for this season. Um, I know after the draft, we always like a bit of a dangerous pick. But my Super Bowl winner, if it's not the Giants, I think I mean early pick is Baltimore, I think. That is a big shout. We'll get yeah. on before we, before we carry on any else. <laughs> we'll just get these last two picks out of the way. Um, so we, we signed two defensive linemen and Jordan Riley. And I'm going to butcher his first name, by the way. Javarius Owens, I think yeah, it is. We'll, we'll Two take defensive that, mate. Well line, but Yeah, we'll take that. Um, <laughs> Harry knows his pronunciations, doesn't he? I can't no, exactly. so fucking hell. Um, I, I, think this, I think these two picks made sense. I think, look, we didn't strengthen the defensive line throughout. Um, yeah. So, you know, get two in, two players that... I think our defensive line is is fairly good as it is. Um, obviously, you've got Kate in there. You've got a couple of others that are quite good. Yeah, they did. They did what we needed to with them two picks. Um, I don't think we're really going to expect too much from them, but they're going to add a bit of strength and they're going to add. Um, they're just going to add depth to the team, and we need depth. And yeah, they they look. I I must admit, I, I saw one of them. I didn't see the one. I'm not even going to try and pronounce them. I let you fail at that one. Um, I haven't <laughs> seen anything on him, but uh, yeah, I, I I just think we just needed someone like that. Um, so yeah, I hope. Like I said, you just got to trust them. I don't do enough research in that later pick to really worry. But like you mentioned before, they, they do their research. They do everything. And you've just got to trust that they picked well on them two picks, to be honest. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I think, you know, them ones are just more rotation pieces. And yeah, exactly. You, you never know. They, they might come out good and, you know, then we're laughing. No, I just hope so, mate. It'd be great if they did. Tell me about it. <laughs> um, we have got two other bits to cover. So I'm thinking you want to split this into two podcasts and I can just cut this in half. Yeah, could do that, yeah. Yeah, so what I'd do is we'll end this one now. So everyone, thanks for listening. Um, there will be another podcast. There'll be part two coming soon. Part two, baby. Part two coming Daniel soon. Daniel Jones number two, part two podcast on its way. <laughs> so we'll <laughs> see you for the next one. See you later, boys.